Welcome to another episode of A Not Bar Idea. I heard today some people, oh, I, I was overhearing some people talk. I have no clue who these people are. I have no clue who they are associated with. They were just a couple of people that were having a cup of a coffee that I overheard them talking. And they were Oath Keepers, apparently. And I guess Oath Keepers are getting unionized. (laughs) They're getting united. (laughs) And they're going to be here to save us. And what I heard is there's a plan to make some arrests. It sounds like every medical expert that has been involved with COVID is about to get arrested. And any police officer that is enforcing this level of torture on businesses with fines, you are being complicit in the crime. You know what your jobs are and they are considering you to be just as equally guilty. You're not just following your jobs because your job means you're supposed to investigate crimes. This is a crime against humanity and police are failing to do any jobs to investigate that crime knowing Millions of people are dying. When I heard one person tell me that in their circle of friends, seven people killed themselves, that's the end. That's it. Okay, a year of not working. How do you feed your children if you can't work in a reality where we live paycheck to paycheck and government is not providing any support? So I, I, I do think people are getting collected in that one year that you're not working and people are starting to see that, hey, things are not coming together. I think probably these Oath Keepers are probably some police that already know that what's going on. That's what my guess is, is they probably are the police that are going to arrest other police. And I don't know if it's RCMP, I don't know if they're local police, I don't know if it's uh, Oath Keepers, I have no clue what's going on. But apparently there's arrests about to be made. I don't know when, don't know how. Sounds like Trudeau's... This is global. This is, from what I, the conversation I was hearing, this is not just a local thing. This is going big. This is Oath Keepers globally in in the States, in Canada, every country. Oath Keepers are starting to unite. And they're planning one massive arrest. So that's going to be interesting. It's going to be politicians. 
that are all falling for what is being mandated right now, they're all facing arrests and crimes against humanity. It's not looking pretty for everybody that just thinks you're just handing out a fine. Those fines are part of a crime against humanity. Those police are going to be charged. It's like we've been, you know, okay, you knew it was wrong when, you know, your German soldiers walking Jews into the ovens and, you know, you can hear all of these soldiers saying, hey, but we were just doing our job. Okay, back then that, that okay, I can forgive you for that. You didn't know any better. But because of that global, big, massive murder, we know better now. We know authority can be just as corrupt as anybody else, if not more so. So, I, things are getting exciting. I, I, I'm going to be waking up every day anxious to find out, did they make arrests yet? Who's going down? But apparently there is a big, huge mission. It's a global size. And they are about to make some big, massive arrests. It's all in the planning stages. But it is anybody that is associated with this fraud is getting arrested. There's no excuses. They're, they're jailing everybody. Everybody associated with this fraud. It's truly amazing. It's like, you know, David versus Goliath. Goliath, you know, tried to kill David. And the little guy is not going to take it. There is more of the little guy than there is of the 1%. And I think they're starting to know what their power is and, you know, isolate and do nothing. It's like if we're doing nothing, what are we doing? Well, we're organizing. <laughs> People have been organizing for the past year. I heard, too, that there is another, it's called the greater, the greater reset, I think is what it's called. I haven't looked into it yet, but I'm really excited about it. And it sounds like there's some uh, free flying. You can fly all over the world. I'm not sure if it's free flying. I think there is a membership or something, but the economic structure of this new great reset or greater reset sounds interesting I would very much like to get involved and um, I think everybody needs to get involved in designing new systems because what what appears to be a good idea to one may be harmful to another and that's where we need to you know start being open to hearing people's complaints about something and I do believe when you make a complaint you have to offer a solution if you think this is wrong, well, what else, what's a better way of doing it? Um, otherwise, you shouldn't have any complaints. 
you don't really know how harmful it is if you can't offer a solution to it because you can't tell what's wrong unless you know what's right. So we all have to participate in um, designing these new systems. So I'm hoping that that is uh, something that they're including in their new structured design is the ability that we have a say. Um, that there was that Venus project. I was against that project because it was repeating the same structures. And one of the flaws that I could see with the Venus project is it doesn't allow you to have a voice. It's a hundred percent dictatorship. It tells you what you should be doing. And, you know, so it's, that's why the plan never took off. And they're basically narcissists running it. So if they're narcissistic when they're trying to sell the thing, you know they're going to be narcissistic leaders when you're in there. You're going to be at their mercy with no voice. So that's the only thing that I'm fearing right now um, is our new systems won't allow you to have a voice because that is the only problem with our systems today is not everybody is allowed an equal and valued voice and um, we don't know how to communicate we don't know to have peace tables how to solve problems how to negotiate with each other we need to know how to solve problems where our current structure right now only knows how to create problems it does not know how to solve problems and you know, right now we want to solve this problem. So the way in which we solve this problem may create another problem because that's how we think. You cannot solve a problem using the same mindset that created the problem. So you really have to have a nut bar idea. You really have to think outside of the box. You have to know when you are actually outside the box. Because not all ideas are outside the box ideas. <laughs> A lot of people's ideas of outside the box is an inside the box idea. So it's uh, the golden rule is it should be good for my mental and physical health. And it should be good for my family's mental and physical health. It should be good for my community's mental and physical health. It should be good for my, my province's mental and physical health. It should be good for my country's mental and physical health. And then it should be good for my globe's mental and physical health. There is nothing going on with our medical system today that is making sure that my mental health is good and my physical health is good. Every single thing that government is doing right now under COVID laws, following medical experts' opinions, is to kill me. And these old keepers are kind of on to that, that government wants us to bow down and kill ourselves. You know, don't eat. Like, I just don't understand police or government. I how they can expect parents to not feed their children. When government or bylaw says, shut your business down, what they're doing is telling you, we don't want you to feed your children today. We don't want you to feed your children today. Every bylaw officer that thinks that we need to shut down our businesses, what those bylaw officers are doing, what they represent 
I mean, let's be honest, is they're saying we don't want you parents to feed their children today. We want children, we want Canadian children to starve. So I'm really glad to hear that these uh, Oath Keepers are now going to be arresting these oath or these uh, uh, bylaw officers with crimes against humanity because children need food and depriving children of food is a crime against humanity. And there's no excuse for it. There's absolutely no excuse. And what government is doing is creating a psychosis. People are actually fearing the boogeyman. And they're not actually scared of the enemy that's destroying their lives because everybody's losing in this. If people really want to be in fear of that pandemic, I question why are you not fearing no food? Because government is shutting down our food supply. Our basic needs are being stopped. They're devaluing all currency. They're ending land ownership. They can open up business, but there's no business to go back to. They destroyed that in 2020. The recovery is their reset plan. Their reset plan is cause you as much debt. If you created any debt during 2020, you're responsible for it. But are you really responsible for any debts that were created in 2020 if there was no pandemic and it was all controlled and manipulated by criminals who are now being arrested? Do you own that debt that government created? No. Government owned that debt. But government is going to say you are responsible for that debt. They created the environment for you to get in debt. They created you to have absolutely no option but to get into debt. And they're going to offer you a debt relief program. And it's like, no, no, you caused the debt. I'm suing you. You were paying for this debt. I don't need a debt relief. I need the person that's responsible for those debts that were created to pay for those debts and all damages and all psychological damages too. You're responsible for all of the mental, psychological, all losses. There's a, you know, who caused this? And it's Bill Gates and anybody associated with Bill Gates organizations. So it's getting interesting. One thing that I do know is all of these billionaires are a hundred percent dependent on non billionaire brain power. They can't come up with a good idea. You know, all they can do is exploit good ideas. But they have to get good ideas from somebody else. And that somebody else is us. They're getting all of their ideas from us. We the people. 
And right now, they are trying to kill off a majority of the smartest people. I, I don't know who's going to, like, you know when they say the smartest survive or the strong survive? <laughs> At this stage of the game, I think only the stupid will survive. If in, in the game that these elites are playing, for their system to actually work, trust. The only people that survived were stupid. But I happen to believe in the strong do survive. And we the people are a lot stronger than the 1%. We've overcome a lot more challenges. We've overcome a lot more obstacles. We are the problem solvers, not them. The only thing that we are kind of dumb on is we expect them to solve our problems. <laughs> and yet they're the ones that are creating the problems. So the ones that are creating the problems and they're getting financially wealthy off creating the problems, we kind of look kind of stupid to expect them to solve our problems. So um, as genius as we are, we do need to... Um, get grouped and start uh, coming up with plans and when I'm talking to people a lot of people are, are doing the exact same thing as what I'm saying they're already out there doing just to overhear that conversation it's like everything I'm talking about I just overheard a conversation of two strangers that I don't even know who they are are talking about the same thing so there are millions of people. You know all of the uh, um, spiritual side of reality? Well, they're on our side. Um, trust, without a doubt, every single hacker is on our side. Every programmer is on our side. This is a battle between technology. There's the ones that got a job in big tech, but there's a lot of people that are highly educated in technology that don't have a job, that are told to isolate. Well, what do you think these people are doing? They know systems inside and out. They studied systems. They can see that they're designing it. The reset is a, is a, system, a new design of a system. So what do you think all of these programmers are doing? They're busy designing new systems. <laughs> and then they're bumping into people, like, you know, just having coffee and overheard a conversation. And it's like, hey, wait a minute. I kind of am doing something too. I didn't interrupt their conversation. I was, I, I needed a ride and needed to run. So it was like, I just quickly overheard this conversation. I got, oh shit. I can't believe I heard what I just heard. So there is hope. There is so much hope. We've got all of the hackers globally on our side. We've got Oath Keepers 
These are soldiers and police globally are on our side. We've got all of the alternative healthcare professionals, you know, that couldn't, you know, get any credibility in our death care system. Well, they're getting supported now. They're out there. They are here to help. Um, if anybody needs health care, chart to unite with these new reset groups because me having cancer, I personally experienced it, that there are a lot of alternative health care and these people are just too excited to help me out. I can't afford it. But these are people that it's their passion it, that they just, it, it makes them feel alive when they're living their purpose, which is to express what they know that ends up helping me. There's a lot of them out there like this. You know, the doctors that are worried about losing their licenses, they are not doctors. Do not trust those people. They've been educated in big pharma, sell drugs, kill humans, and sell drugs in the process, make profit. That's what their system is. The new system is alternative. It does not sell drugs. The new healthcare is where it's at. And they have a healthy mentality when it comes to how society should operate. So this is, uh, I mean, everywhere I look, everywhere I look, there's so much available to us. We are just in a chaos stage. We've been just sort of uh, had the rug pulled out from under us. Uh, when that happened, a lot of people kind of, okay, I know what I need to do here. I, you know, so it was about hooking up and connecting. Because a lot of people, not, like me, minute one, I knew that this was not a pandemic. Minute one. And for me, was I, I was predicting an economic collapse any time. I, like I was frankly wondering what was taking it so long. But then when you see how much money, I was really tracking how much money Trump was borrowing. And he, that was the tipping point. The amount of money that he borrowed um, just tipped the scales. So it, it was like they introduced this. So I don't know. I'm kind of thinking there's a lot of Trojan horses out there. I'm kind of thinking Trump is a Trojan horse. Um, he was saying COVID's a fraud, it's nothing, but now he's, you know, was pushing vaccines just before he left. Um, he knew about election fraud, but did nothing to prevent it before this election. Um, he's not talking about anything about redesigning systems. Um, like he just does seem to, I'm not seeing any effort to unite and to try and, um, show people how to get along it's there it's antagonistic both sides seem to be playing the same game so um it, it's the game of politics it, it, they are playing in a system that's not designed 
for you. It's designed for that wealthy guy. And as long as Trump wants to be wealthy, he cannot see anything different. He cannot see how you're suffering. He has no association with suffering because he's never suffered before. So how can he solve a problem that he has no comprehension about it? So, I mean, I don't see anybody as bad guys. I just see everybody as behaving uh, with how they're programmed to behave. Um, I sure hope that uh, there is, uh, we do get, formulate a justice system that I think is a justice system. And it is a win-win. And in a win-win, that means we actually solved a problem and nobody is harmed. Um, so that's why I'm kind of hoping with these Oath Keepers that they're making these big massive arrests and everything. If they're going to not create a justice system the way I would want it to be created because I think a win-win is what we need. Like that will be an example of our future is when we see these Oath Keepers making these giant arrests. Um, that they are going up against a court that's the, a system that's designed to result a win-win. We need, as long as our enemy still loses, then they've got a battle to win all the time. So as long as somebody out there in our world has a fight, they're going to be fighting you. So if you want to live in a world where you're not fighting anybody, then you want them to have a win because as long as they're enjoying life, they ain't picking on you. So we want our elites to be happy and healthy. We want all of these police and everybody that's making all of these arrests and, you know, everybody that's being charged, in my opinion, they need to be healed. They need to experience a solution. Um, and so do we in a true justice case. Uh, I don't know. I'm just one person, so, and I don't see that too many people are um, getting quite what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do is share and talk and question. I personally would like it to see where we get a win-win. But everything that I've seen out there right now is people, society, these Oath Keepers, may still be living in that win-lose uh, justice type system and that means it's punishment and they're suffering and I think that tends to perpetuate the game so let's hope that when these big arrests come down it will be televised and an example of a new justice system can be there for all the whole world to see how it operates. What does a true justice system look like? A justice system that results a win-win. What does that look like? So I'm kind of uh, excited. I'm hoping that's what I'm putting the energy out there. I'm vocalizing it. You know, as soon as you start saying what you want to see, then that gives it power to create. So that's why I'm saying when these arrests come down, I would like to see it televised. I would like to see an example of what a true justice system looks like. And in my opinion, a true justice system results a win-win. A just decision by definition means the best possible outcome. Now, you've got the two options, uh, the 
a win-lose or a win-win. The best possible outcome, as far as I'm concerned, is a win-win. So that is what I think a, a true justice system should result that. Which means that we're going to get some solutions. I'm excited. The future's looking bright. We're about to learn, grow, and evolve. It's all good.